His 30 seconds are totally out of context. History Bonanza. I hate terror. I want it to go away. I bow's on. He's, he's bow's on. He's about two centimeters thin. Is it dusty in here? When was the last Archbishop of Canterbury, baby? Tell you what. Oh, boy, how. Don't be a time thief. Hey, uh, hey. life hack. Kill yourself. Chachi, chachi. I guess it could catch on. Oh, man, a man fell on the floor. You're the Aryan child among us here. When Calvin and Hobbes clack in those comic books, it's really a highlight. History Bonanza. 7 till 9 p.m. That's Tuesday. Day evening entertainment. Radio 191 FM. For a long time, I thought I wanted to be a nun. Then I realized that what I really wanted to be is a lesbian. Since the beginning of time, the precise origins of Freemasonry have been lost in time. However, its traditions date back to the Middle Ages and to the stonemasons who built the cathedrals and castles of Europe. It is the History Bonanza! Good evening, hello, good evening, and hello, welcome hello, to... Hello, good evening, good evening, good evening, hello! The History Bonanza! Hello, hello! With Alex and Angus. And special guest... Sylvie Scottsman! Thank you very much for having me again, boys. Anytime! The reviews are in, boys. Last time we had Sophie and Scott on the show, the feedback was through the roof. All of those dead cats that um, have listened to the show were like, they woke up, they asked for some food, and they went back to sleep, which is the best response we've ever had to this show in, in the history of the show. So naturally we had to get so back So naturally again. we had to have them back. Yep, got to get the cats back again, you know. You do. Mm, absolutely, and we were hoping to get some more of our tasty tidbits because you're our best texter. Yes. So we figured, Only? why not just... <laughs> Only texter. <laughs> for those um, dead cats that... Um, dead cats, yes, that, that's how long they've gone without food, um, who are listening... Uh, Sofian um, often uh, knows the facts that we don't know and t- takes them into us and corrects us for our terrible, terrible historical knowledge. So it's great that we're going to have Soft's tidbits in the studio with us today. So welcome back, Soft. Welcome Thank back. Thank you very nice much. You. And Always welcome back to you, listeners. Uh, for those of you who are joining us, uh, welcome back. Uh, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, welcome to History Lands. Um, but I would like to start with some formalities first. Uh, how are you this week, Alex D. Wilson? Oh, thank you. That's very formal. Thank oh, thank you very you much. much. Um, I would like to say, um, just before I begin... Oh, yes, okay. I'd just like to say a freak you hellos. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. Um, I, would, uh, I would like to say hello to my friends. I, I would like to say hello to my family. Uh, they are not your friends, uh, I take? They're, they're, they're not my friends, okay. no. I would like to say hello to uh, my pets. I would like to say hello to ghosts, the ghosts that uh, inhabit the habit, the mortal realm. I, I think we need to say hello to the ghosts. People, uh, on a side note, people often ask me if I believe in ghosts, and I just need to say, well, someone's got to believe in them. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, they're never going to amount to anything, are they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, finally, I would like to say hello to... No one else. Oh. You, Angus McBride, oh, and you, Sophie Scott, oh, I played you. I bamboozled you. Oh, with my, of you. That was a goof. I'm sorry. I don't want to put you off with my goofs. Oh, but that's okay. We that's need to have, you're a goof. I think in this day and age, we need a little bit of whizzle wazzle. Otherwise, we kind of get a bit too safe and sound, you know? Mm-hmm. But what happened that? A bit of whizzle-wazzle, you know, when you go into the town, you're like, I'm going to introduce some whizzle-wazzle on these gentlemen and ladies. Oh, thank you very much. And, uh, just <laughs> Who's the ladies? Oh, well, you know. Oh, you know, I've been known to whizzle-wazzle a couple of ladies, and by that, you know, they say, uh, hello, and I say, oh, goodbye, and they're like, oh, <laughs> I've been whizzle-wazzles. <laughs> and I don't mean that in any, uh, any horrible sense. I, oh, no. I do stick around and oh, have, no, have a conversation. Yeah, of, course, of course. Yes. Um... 
But let me reiterate my question, Alex P. Wilson. But how are you? This oh, thank week, you. Alex I'm Wilson? very good. Thank you. I've been full of joy and and um, springtime, which is not the season, but I feel like it's been a, a time for spring. A spring in my step, a spring in my in my heart. That's a new pacemaker I've had installed. Oh, that's good. Um, because I've been having too much cholesterol that's been building up my veins and destroying me. Now, a very oppressing question, Alex. A very oppressing question? A very oppressing question, oh, Alex. Oh, gosh, I hate the oppressing did ones. Did you go private or public? That's very oppressing. I did yes. go, I did go, uh, I did go private. Okay. I had to sell off my limited edition uh, Star Wars collectible figure of, um, of Nine Nub, <laughs> my favorite Star Wars character. It costs, it costs four, four and a half K, but, you know... Nine. That's what a new. That's my new private pacemaker. pacemaker. Private pacemaker. Yeah, you guys Not remember Nine Nub from Star Wars? No, I don't know. Oh, it's pretty good. Here's my favorite character. In Return of the Jedi, they had um, Lando Calrissian was borrowing the Millennium Falcon because um, Han Solo he was doing his own thing on the forest planet with the little teddy bears. And um, Han Solo, no, Han Solo was Lando Calrissian, the casino man and very suave guy was up there flying the Millennium Falcons to blow up the second Death Star, which came back to life as a zombie space station at no moon. And uh, little Nine Nub was a little co-pilot. He looked a little bit like a panda crossed with a man made of um, plasticine. And um, I got a limited edition action figure of him, which was with 4.5k, and that's what funded my heart, heart transplant. Oh. So well, that's, that's, a good, that's a good. That's a good week. That's a Star War for you. Yeah, and if you've got any more Star War questions, just text into O two one two Radio One. That's O two one two seven two three four six one. O two one two seven two three four six one. With well, any um, with any question relating to Star War, and and can, um, you know I will answer that on air. And we can value your um your Star Wars figure and let you know what uh what private operation you can afford. Uh, just ask me a plot point as well. Like when did Jabba Hat? Um, you know, have have um, eat eat the olives. And I know the answer to that question. So just text and I'll let you know when he ate the olives. Because it came out on that plate, but did he eat them? Oh, spoiler! I won't tell you until you text in. That's the kind of knowledge that our um, our listeners really check in for. Exactly, that's sweet Star Wars knowledge. Yeah, Angus McBride, how are you, my dear friend? Oh my goodness, Alex D. Wilson, I'm really good. I'm really, really good. I want to just float something here, Genoa. Is and, it and a I, floater? Is it because you got well, very could well porous be a, poops? It could well be a floater. Oh, I've got porous poop. You're but that is a different. That is a different point entirely. I've got I've got a question to raise with you, Alex. I just want to raise it with you, soft, because I want to make you feel comfortable here. But I just want to oh, make please. sure that want to make sure that we feel comfortable here as well because it's very hot in here it's very yeah. hot and in here. i don't know if you've been listening regularly but i mean and during the summer months of history bonanza we, we've been we've been we've been getting comfy in here and i'd just like to propose um that this might be actually uh, another um another shirtless shirtless radio show oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah i'm gonna loosen that right. caboose yeah. very sweaty in very here sweaty. my upper lip is just fucking really sweaty oh watershed watershed oh that's what much better so for you listeners at home, um, you're missing out. But on, uh, there are there are now three shirtless men in the in the Radio One studio. A this whole lot of nipple. Be, this might actually be a record for the for Radio One. I'm not sure what the history of shirtless radio shows is, but um, there are currently three men shirtless. Yes, suck on that, Kim Hill. If you uh, if you're aware of. Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're aware of uh, anyone, uh, uh, there, there being a, 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 a greater record attempt in the Radio 1 studio for shirtless men or women. Just nationally. Or nationally even. Uh, uh, RNZ, how are you doing on that shirtless radio show record? Because we got three down here. Text us 021 or give us a call 477-1969. I don't know how to work the phone, but maybe we'll trial and error it with you. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, John Campbell, you coward. Next time you do Checkpoint, do it without a shirt. Doing a shirt on, yeah. Not so big now, are we? Come at me, John Campbell, with your big teeth and very nice attitude, but, but yes, very um, close shirt. And now that I'm uh, feeling a bit more comfortable, a little more breezy, I can tell you that I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Um, but I'm. Uh, the, the highlight of my week, really, the thing that I look forward to the most is uh, probably the history of Oh, that's so lovely to hear. It's such, a, it's such a little highlight of my week. Cause it's just, it's just so, it's disconnected from everything else that is in my life. And uh, not that those are bad things. Don't hey. mean to, to say hey. that. But um, it's its own bubble. It's, a, it's its own little bubble. Sophie and I are big parts of your other parts of your life. Yeah, well, you are. Much. You are. Yes, <laughs> that's right. So I don't mean to demean what happens on the outside, but uh, what happens on the inside, I really like. It's kind of like being in the womb with my friends. Oh, that was very nice. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. I'm doing very well. Uh, so, Scott, um, <laughs> I how just, the hell are you doing this week? I, just, uh, just drew a picture. What do you guys think? Uh, for those of you uh, who cannot see it, uh, Alex has taken the uh, the the poster for uh, Footnote, which is uh, being staged right now at uh, the Regent Theatre, and he's drawn a cock on um, one of the circles, and it's, it's touching uh, the elbow of the performer. Penis touching weenus. Penis touching weenus. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think of the penis weenus? I think we'll see it in the DPAG very soon. Oh, fantastic! Thank you very much. I'm um, sorry to interrupt. Um, I just need to share because um, I created something, and I need to That's unleash it. that on That's you guys. We're all creative people. We need to have our credit. Thank you. But, thank um, you. But how are you, Soft Scott? I'm very well, thank you. Just that's moved good. into a new place. Oh, great. Ooh. Loving it. Yeah, it's good. good. Oh, that's Life great. is good. Um, Alex, I don't know if you... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's 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 I'm done. That's don't worry. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Alex, I don't know if you recall uh, many moons ago in season one, uh, before we uh, released the Kraken. Season one. Um, yeah, season there one. Was a, there was a time when I... Um, then when uh, I think we were really struggling through an episode and I announced quite uh, gingerly that I would love to give you my EFOS card and send you out on a mission to go get drinks for us all. <laughs> uh, maybe repeating that tonight. Great. Just so you know. Heads Fantastic. Up. Just a heads up. Um, uh, season one, just going back to season one for those yeah. that haven't listened, there are some unfuckable eps. There are some. In that season. <laughs> <laughs> it was not and a that good was, season. I, th- I think that was a direct quote from Kim Hill's review <laughs> of the of season one. Uh, the history begins with Alex and Angus. Um, you know, some episodes are quite average, but some of them are totally unfuckable. Yeah, that is. You need to have is. at least three hard liquor drinks inside of you before you would even consider kissing that one. Saturday morning when I woke up and heard her say that, I shat. As you would. As I would. As if Kim Hill came up to you and said, Did you make that? It's totally unfuckable. You'd shit yourself in fear. Is it, is it unfuckable in that you can't fuck with it, or is it unfuckable as in no one wants to fuck it? Um, is it a positive thing or a negative thing, I guess I'm I asking? It's definitely a negative. It's definitely oh, I thought it was a positive thing. Oh, like, really? Like, you can't fuck with it, because it's oh. so good. No, no, it's definitely the latter. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> it's okay. very fuckly. Oh. Well, I, I, think, I think it was just an honour to be on Kim Hill's radar. It was, it was. It's yeah, good to yeah, be yeah. known um, nationally. As, as a piece of shit. <laughs> as a piece of shit, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like Clayton Witherston or um, Brian Tamaki. Right. I think well, I think the Hustra Bonanza is up there. Yeah, there's people in Dunedin that are just known as... Um, uh, completely unfuckable fuckwits. Um, just in, in, in Would you the like city. to name any on here right now? Oh sure, um, but we don't have time for that. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we've only got uh, we've only got an hour and three quarters. Uh, and I need at least fifteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the list is long, people. Yeah. Um. So. So. Uh. Getting down to the brass tacks. Getting down to the brass tacks. Excuse me. We just need to get to the long and short of it right now. Um, because if you think about it in a roundabout fashion. 
we should really get to the heart of the matter. Which is mm. that there are multiple ways that you can get involved in the History Bonanza oh. this evening. Um, you can text us on 0212723461 uh and just and, throw um, in some yeah as i said before i'm very happy to answer any question you might have about star war <laughs> i got all that knowledge about star war um for example how does chewbacca the wookie keep his fur from getting in his eyes I'm not going to tell you on here but it involves a cutting device if you uh, get scissors you're probably right i've got a question tell me does chewbacca get dags oh fuck you better believe you get dag <laughs> and not just from the back because oh. he got some weird fetish that's Chewbacca, <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kink shame on here. No, um, especially because Chewbacca he's a hero. He can get shit on by anyone he like. That's true. Just need to make sure he's tidied up and cleaned up after. Yeah, you gotta clean. Yeah. You gotta treat it's yourself a certain first. Standard. Che- exactly, Chewbacca. If you can get Jaja Bing shit all over you, make sure you clean himself up afterwards. Gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else. Can I get an amen? Amen. Ah! Um, I'm just aware, guys, that um that. We 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 are familiar with what's going on here, you know. We're 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 we're, we're jiving here. We're feeling good. Um, but we are maybe not um aware of the fact that some people in Dunedin have just had a big a big week, mm. a bloody oh, yeah. big week, and they're 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 fresh. Um, they're probably just waking up from their stupor on Tuesday. Tuesday is the day where the haze, you know, rec- the, the the mist starts to. Clear. clear a bit. Yeah, yeah. there was just that whole spate of uh, mitzvahs that happened last I know, week. It was, really it was weird. nuts. Like, but quite, quite acid-induced. It yeah, seemed. naming ceremonies on acid. Yeah, speaking from the Torah, that's never going to be a good time. A lot of adult circumcisions going on in the leaf. Yeah, right. Well, that was quite alarming. But hey, to each their own. I'm not going to, not going to, like you say, I'm not going to shame anyone on it. Don't not do yet it anyway. Um, but so. Uh, there may be some people that have stumbled across what is happening here in this room right now, oh, out gosh. there, and they're thinking, oh my goodness, I don't even know what's going on, I can't begin to process this, my stupor, my stupor, my stupor, I'm having acid flashbacks here, and this is not helping, but Alex, I mean, you are a very uh, comforting and fatherly figure to oh, some of these, you. Young, um, these young bucks, um, and I think that you, you, you've, you've over the, over the, certainly the extent of last season, and certainly this season we're still developing it, but you have become very comfortable mm-hmm. with the idea of what we're doing here mm-hmm. and presenting it to lay people mm-hmm. who, who, who may become, uh, uh, feel a little bit queasy, yes. a little bit un- unwell with the, with the unfamiliar uh, format and, and structure and, and sort of topics mm-hmm. that we, we, we discuss here and the sort of aura of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was wondering, Alex, if you would just take a moment mm-hmm. um, for, our, for our new listeners and for the younger listeners who, mm-hmm. are, who are coming out of their stupor, um, just, 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 just for a moment, could you just, uh, ooh, ooh, would you just, ooh, uh, 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 explain to them, what is the stupid answer? Oh, thank you, Angus. Oh, no, I, thank I'd you. love to. I'd love thank to. You. Angus is completely right that over the girth of the show, I have really developed a great way to develop uh, to, to discuss with the, the, the new pupae out there what this show is all about. Great word, great word. Pupae. Got to pupate that. If you don't get it, pupate. That's the word of the week. Pupate is the word of the week. Pupate. But yes, history bonanza. Two words. Um, two words are usually very simple, but put these two words together becomes very confusing. I get that. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about that, my friend. You've listened up to this point and you're like, this does not seem like either of those two words. What's going on? Okay. It's okay. I'll hold your hand, my little friend, as we cross the road to get some, get a little pick and mix from the dairy. Because you love the marshmallow bananas, lollies. I get that. You and me are friends. We're on the same page. So come here, my little friend. Give me your little paw. Thank you, thank you very much. So the history bonanza, the first word, is history. History. 
Figures, eh? That's dates and numbers. That's years and facts. What was history to you, Mr. Sofri Scott? Oh, it's uh, stuff that happened. Yeah, stuff that happened, eh? Mr. Sofri Scott, he's got your other hand. Where well, your two uncles gonna give you them banana marshmallow lollies like you like. You like that? Yeah, we're your friends. So, history, stuff that happened. That's very nice. Yes, yes, good one, Sofri Scott. Okay, bonanza. Bonanza, that's a strange word. Oh, no, I don't like that. Oh, oh, those banana marshmallow lollies seem very far away at this point in time. I'm confusing over the, this road of meaning I do not get. Oh, bonanza, bonanza. What does bonanza mean to you? This is Sofri Scott. Uh, 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 a whole load. A so, whole, a whole load. Put those two together. Like a poo. Like a big like poo a morning poo. Big old poo. A big like old or, poo. A, or, a, or, a, or a week's worth of washing. So, a whole uh, load of bonanza of laundry. Okay, so it's a, a, big, a big load of washing poo. And then, okay, so a big load of washing poo, put that with the first one, what was it? Dates and stuff, stuff that's happened, stuff that's happened, a big washing poo. I get it, now those banana lollies are yum yum yum, thank you, Uncles Angus, Soph and Alex. Yum yum yum, thank you for that, I will go along on my way now. Ah, oh, I got hit by a lorry! Wow. Well, <laughs> man. Always look both ways. Yeah, yeah always look it? both ways. And History Bonanza. Even That's... if you're a six-year-old who's confident about crossing the street, always take an adult. That might be the precursor to our title with our subtitle. Uh, always look both ways. Oh, oh, am, I, am I quiet? I can hear you. Oh, cool. Uh, always look both ways. History Bonanza. Release the Kraken. I like it, yes. Yeah, it's got a good ring to it. Yeah, so um, yeah, Angus um, before teased that um, we had a season one which had a lot of unfuckable eps on it. Season two, though, is very fuckable. It's, it's very fu- fine. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. tasty. It's a very tasty. Oh, 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 ev- oh, everyone is a smorgasbord of oh, flavour oh, and um, oh, sexual delight. It's oh, a Kama Sutra in audio oh, form. Oh, um, so season two, the, 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 the uh, tagline for it is... F- um, release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. So you, we all know that last year, all of our bodies were just like a, a decaying husk of flesh. Mm. And um, But underneath there is so much potential. There's like a little squid monster underneath there. So release that. Release that Kraken into, this, into the sky, into the world. But make sure... Um, make sure you do um, cross the road with an adult. That's all we say. That's, 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 that's all we that, say. If, if there's nothing else that you take away from yeah. Mr. Bonanza this yeah. evening, or, or uh, indeed forever, um, that is it. If I, yeah. just, if I just may for one moment, uh, I've got oh, one, uh, one hey, more little formality. Angus, in Angus there. take one, two, or even three moments. Th- but if you take four moments, by God, I will slap your face across the studio. My dear listeners, welcome. You are very fortunate because you have stumbled across the history bonanza. One moment. <laughs> you have stumbled across the history bonanza this evening, which you may not realize it, but this will have a profound impact on your life. For you are now the producer on an award-winning radio show, the the staple of the Radio 1 education program, and you can be a part of it. Two moments. While Alex and I, and indeed Soft this evening, may be the mouthpieces to the organism that is the history bonanza, you can be any bloody limb you want. You could be the leg, an arm, a finger, a paw, anything you want. You can contribute to the organism that is the history bonanza. Whatever, whatever we are saying and talking about, you can have an input. You are a part of the history bonanza family. So text us 021-272-3461 or email us alexandangusrcool at gmail.com and be a part of the award-winning and coveted, most coveted mailbag segment later on in the show. And uh, and <laughs> and everything will be well, I'm sure. Um, uh, oh, boys, uh, that was this in three minutes. Three moments. No, I, I didn't um, want to overstep my mic. I just drew another picture. What do you think? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yep, it's a poodle. It's a uh, yep. little it's poodle. It's a dog. Little doggy. Everyone loves a little doggy. Yeah, um, again, uh, visual gags better for. 
the video version of the history. Hey, 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 hey. You know, we give a lot of quality content for the people outside the studio. Sometimes we just need a little bit between us. Okay, a little bit. So that little poodle dog. There just was keeps us going. There was just for us. There was just for us. And if um, listeners out there want to have a little poodle dog, well, we can upload it on the Facebooks. But just let us know. And let us know about your Star Wars questions. We know all the answers. Um, so I think that's all the administrative for the for the morning for the for the morning of the show. This is mm, the morning, this and now is we're the morning. now we're, we're entering into the late morning, the late morning afternoon section of the uh, of the of the show. Um, so um, <laughs> what do we do at this point? <laughs> I forget. Uh, well, anyway, um, Sofri Scott, um, you are a long-time listener of the History Bonanza. Uh, are you really? <laughs> <laughs> now is the time we find out. I suppose yes, I am a long time listener. You I mean you? Yeah, he, he listened a long time ago. A long time ago, yes. Yeah. Um, is there anything that you would add to our summation of the show so far? <laughs> Does anyone, do we need any more groundwork before we get into the, the I nuts think and bolts? you've laid enough of a foundation that we're able to, to start building. Fantastic. Yeah. Well. On that note, I'd like to stop the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kind uh, of crave like a... Like I said to you earlier, that I'd love an energy drink today. Okay, all of us are shirtless. <laughs> we can't leave the studio. You can put your shirt back on. Oh, uh, baby. Anyway, let's go to the, let's go to the music. <laughs> let's go to the news. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the best stream on Radio 1. 91FM. Hello and welcome to the news. I am your host. Headley Daniels in the headlines this week. How do you fix it? That was every time you make me happy, I get a little bit sadder by the Rabbit fans. You're, you're back on the one. Back on the history bonanza with Alex and Angus and Sofari Scott this week. <laughs> um, Angus was laughing at you because you're a fool. You're a pretty little fool. You're crazy. You're stupid little fool. Foolish you listening to radio fool. Um, so obviously Alex gets offensive for the new segment where he's an asshole to our guests. No, I um no, um yeah I did, and I apologise for that. Um, is there a way I could make it up to you? So maybe some Star Wars fact? Yeah, okay, here's a new Star Wars fact for you. Did you know that um, they named the Millennium Falcon the Millennium Falcon uh, because um, George Lucas learnt in the 1970s about the Y2K virus? And he imagined that the Y2K virus um, would, in fact, um, not destroy the technology, but allow us to um, have a humongous uh, technical and technological renaissance, such as in the Star Wars universe. So the Millennium Falcon's a cheeky little wink from AJ, uh, one George Lucas, to say, "Hey, Y2K not going to be that bad. Y2K pretty good if you want to meet Gungans and a little Chewbacca and get a little Daggy with a Wookie boy." That's Star Wars fact for you, and more of those if you want. Um, just text into 0212 Radio 1, um, and we'll tell you more Star Wars fact. Uncle um, um, Alex is very, um, very sad for being mean to you before. Hopefully the Star Wars fact make it up for you, you know? Someone keep someone interrupt me, otherwise I'm just going to keep on talking like this. Ah, uh, well, why don't we just jump straight into a segment I like to call What You Could Be Doing Right Now. Welcome to What You Could Be Doing Right Now. I am your host, Alex C. Wilson, and to my right is my co-host. Yeah, good evening. Hi, Angus here. Angus McBride, and to my left is a special guest on What You Could Be Doing Right Now, Sofri Scott. Hello. Uh, Sofri Scott, so um, I just got one question for you. What could you be doing right now? I could be at home, I could be in bed, I could be watching television, I could yeah, be out um, there. Sophie Scott is obviously new to what you could be doing right now, you only have one thing you say, oh, wow. you don't take five. <laughs> Angus McBride to you. Oh, making a lemon drizzle cake! I, think this, I would be making strawberry cake. Riding a lime. 
<laughs> Not on this town. I would be running for mayor. I would be uh, running lines out of town. <laughs> Ringing limes into drinks. Uh, mincing beef. Can I just pause here? This is probably the worst time we've ever done what you could be doing right now. Sorry, let me restart. Yes. This must be time for my, one of my favorite news, the new uh, refresh. Welcome back. Okay, okay, stop. Oh, okay, okay, we just did stop. Oh. Okay, guys. Yeah. Fucking right. hell. We've been All doing right. this for two years. This is now season. <laughs> okay, we've been doing this for an amount of time. This is now season two of the History of Bonanza, release the crack, and people expect a certain level of quality okay. that we are sorely right. not giving it's them right now. Because there's three people in the room and I don't know where to look. Yeah, it's look good. at my nipples and then my eyes <laughs> in that order. All right, okay, so we'll start. Okay, are you ready? Okay, I think I'm ready. And it must be time for uh, one of my uh, favourite old segments, uh, of course, is uh, What You Could Be Doing Right Now. Welcome to uh, What You Could Be Doing Right Now, our weekly segment where we tell you what you could be doing as you're listening to the History of Bananas. I am your host, Alex D. Wilson, and to my right is... Hello, I'm Jeffrey. Jeffrey, nice to see you again. How's, oh, hello. The, how's yeah. the wife? Oh, uh, no. Wait, uh, go, yes, wife's good. What? Have you murdered your wife? You sound very shifty right now, I Jeffrey. Know, I don't know where I am. Okay, Jeffrey has clearly murdered his wife, and to my left is... So, thank you. Thank you, our guest, special guest, Sophie right, Scott. Yes, thank you. Uh, so, Sophie Scott, I've just got one question for you. What could you be doing right now? Uh, roasting potatoes, I believe. <laughs> to you, Jeffrey. Oh, I could be breaking my fingers. Uh, Jeffrey could be murdering his wife. Uh, uncovering the Jeffrey wife crime. Uh, could be... Uh, in the garden. Uh, I could be reporting Jeffrey to the police for obviously murdering his wife. All right, all right, all right, all right. I don't like this, this, uh, this, this banging on Jeff. Hey, hey, you've created this character... This this really the shady character. I love the energy you're giving with Jeffrey right now, and I love the backstory that you've created that he murdered his wife. It's really good. It's I don't, really you, I don't think you're just insinuating everything about Jeff. What? Did he not murder his wife? He's not even married. Because that's definitely that's definitely the vibe you gave in the mm. character you created. Right, well, just, and when is... asked, "How is your wife?" You and stumbled. the answer was oh, yeah, yeah, good. Right. Right, well, good. let's just see where this goes then. Eh? All right. Okay, okay, we'll go back to it. We're back in. Um, uh, to solve, what could you be doing right now? Uh. Just casually digging in random gardens for no reason. Uh, I'd be calling my mum. I could be um, taking a, an acquaintance's fingerprints to see if they line up with a murder weapon. Uh, potentially following up on leads and talk to the press, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Could be uh, booking a flight to a foreign country. I could be uh, asking Jeffrey how his wife is. I'd be getting on a flight. <laughs> Uh, heading a search and rescue operation, I suppose. Oh, that's about enough of uh, what you could be doing right now. Um, same time next week, I guess. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful um, segment! That character for Jeffrey clearly murdered his wife, and I would really like to check in with Jeffrey Moore in the future. It would be good to get some updates from Jeff. We'll I see think if we so. can get, on, get him on again. Yeah. Um, so, um, just before we get into the heart and soul of the matter, um, the boys, which is what I call uh, Angus and stuff, we do what we do um, a lot of the time, and we went out to see. Um, Went to the movies, the pictures, the oh, cinema. We did. Yes, that's right, we did. Because we're very cultured all boys. All together, all together as a group, as a group yeah. of friends. And, uh, oh, no, we didn't. We all just ended up there separately as a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, we went there separately. After, um, after, after Soft invited us, or invited you, or I know, I guess he did. And then, oh, I said no, I don't want to go. But then I went because I'm an idiot. Because Soft said he wasn't going to go if I wasn't going to go. And then I went, and then Soft was there. But then you were there as well. Yeah, it's the easiest way I can um, do a shit without someone knowing. No one usually recognises me when I shit at the cinema, it's really good. But anyway, we went there and we ended up going to see the French Film Festival, which is on right now at Reading's. And oh, boy, great. boy, what I know about cinema, that's what I call it, that's the, that's the, um, oh, the, the French cinema. word. Yeah, the French I, I, word, I, I yeah. just like to say, I only watch film. 
You only watch film? I only watch film. At the cinema. I don't watch I don't watch film at the cinema. Mm. I don't watch movies at the flicks. Right. Like a, like a pleb. Like a pleb. That's right. Um, but one thing that I loved about the French Film Festival, mm. and I, it surprised me actually, um, was that it was all in French. Mm. The use of French is quite impressive. And I was surprised. Yeah, and yeah. I was surprised at actually how I couldn't actually understand anything. I know. It's it's very intriguing that they invented this whole language. I know. Because whenever I think French, I think, oh, yeah, it's language. The, the oh, yeah, baguette. Onion. Uh, uh, bonjour. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll pick it, it up. I'll pick it up, I For think. a whole cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's quite impressive. That yeah. They've created you think this you'd language. Sort of just, you, you did 10 minutes or so. You know, it's like watching Shakespeare. At first, yeah. you're like, what are they saying? And then eventually, you sort of understand it. I thought that would be the same thing. But yeah. no, I just sat there for the whole thing. Yeah, because, you know, a friend of the show, Peter Jack, he uh, he invented um, Elvish for, for for an entire uh, oh, film yeah, franchise. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 right. Six six films, and they all use this Elvish yeah, yeah, yeah. orcish language. But this is an entire festival of seemingly unrelated films. There wasn't all of the rings this at all. This has been was going it? on for a long time. A long time. So the the extended Francoverse, which is what we're going to call not the James Franco not films, the James no, but the no. Francos and the French films, the extended French universe yeah. of films. A lot of time and preparation has gone into that. Mm. It's ins- it's insane. A, a long lot time. of the times the movies don't really connect. No, no. But um, yeah, they've got that same language going through them. Yeah, which yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. Very yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. A real work of art. Yeah. My uh, my favorite recurring character throughout the French fest- uh, French film festival was the um, the Eiffel Eiffel Tower. I think I'm pronouncing oh, yeah, yeah. it right. Oh, much bigger in real life, actually. Much bigger middle. So for those that don't know, the Eiffel Tower was a recurring character um, in, in, in the, the French in the French film festivals. Yeah. Uh, films. Um, it was this big middle man, uh, four leg four legged middle man, one big head. Um, didn't speak much. No, not, I, not, I can't recall any lines. No. In fact, um, Peter Jackson was actually inspired by all of the Eiffel Tower scenes to oh, develop really? the technology to film hobbits and that kind of stuff. Oh. So all that scale work oh, yeah, was right, actually inspired oh, by the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, because the yeah. people look so small next to the, the tower character. The big middle man. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, the middle yeah. man's the same height as us. Oh, yeah, yeah. to scale. He's right, a, right, right. about five foot. Oh, oh wow, well, okay. Because I've got, I've got one that's like that, that big um, at home. Oh, I guess yeah. that's like a scale down. Oh, did you get an uh, Eiffel Tower action figure? Yeah, I got an Eiffel Tower action oh, figure. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, With poseable legs? Yeah, yeah, you can nice. walk along, you can kick kick things out, you can oh, play, 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 play coin football. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can get Eiffel Tower and you can defeat the evil Dr. X from X-Man, Action Man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. But yeah, yeah, didn't understand most of what was going on. No. Um, I mean, yeah, the tower was like bolted to the ground, which is weird. So I, I, he's such a, he's such a static. Yeah, yeah, very static. But he's, he's, you know, got such a brilliant way with movement in ordinary life. Mm. But then it seems I don't. I mean, I wouldn't have really cast him for a role if it weren't. You know, it just it was he seemed, it under, he seemed just, underutilized. Yeah. yeah. Imposing yeah. presence, that's all that you really use in Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Which is a bit of a shame. Which well, it doesn't really have in real life at all, but I suppose uh, the big screen. Well, I guess cuz you know, we went to this film festival which which is all about the extended um, French universe of films. I assume maybe they're just foreshadowing him for a later film cuz clearly he is the biggest and powerful most powerful French man. Mm. So when you think of like other extended universes like um, the Harry Potter universe, that the Marvel Avengers, the Justice, the Justice League universe—it's all about superheroes. It all boils down to superheroes. Yeah. Um, I think if you have a large middle man on your superhero team, he's going to kick some butt. So I can't wait for the um, the extended French universe film 
Eiffel Tower returns mm, to I come out. Oh. I can't wait for them to release the Kraken. Release the Kraken. Very good. Oh, very that's, good. That's French. Oh, very that's nice. French. That's French. Yeah, so if, um, if you've got any other insights into the French uh, universe of film, uh, please text in to 0212 Radio 1. That's 0212 And if you've got any recommendations for which films or universes we should look into next week, please let us know. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. That was um, Film Chat. And one last bit of mystery before we start the show. So, uh, do we have a sponsor for this week there, Angus? I think we do, Alex. Uh, I think we do. Oh, fantastic. We had uh, some great interest from um, New Zealand hunting and fishing. New Zealand and hunting and fishing? Yeah. They gave us some fishing rods and some, uh, and some uh, cray pots. Oh, that's fantastic. And I love a cray pot, Alex and Soph. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I, love, I don't love crayfish, but I love cray fishing. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So I think we've really utilised that sponsor. Get on down to your local hunting and fishing. Get a cray pot. Get a cray pot. Get a rifle. Shoot a crayfish. Boys, do you like Mongolian warriors that migrated to our fair lands? Uh, uh, come to think of it, I'm uh, I'm not adverse to them. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah, sure. And, and boys, do you like um, stealing other people's internet? Uh, people's uh, identities over the internet and committing cybercrime. Oh, I wouldn't know much about that, Alex. But uh, are you into it? Do you like that? Oh, yeah, I like the idea of it. You like it? It's a casual Saturday, yeah. Well, boys, if you love um, um, uh, warriors from from ancient lands and stealing people's identities online, you should get down to New Zealand hunting and fishing. <laughs> and uh, they have all the things you need. Um, got a real a whole bunch of... Um, Real life-size Attila action figures and scamming machines that you, you hook onto a vending machine and whoop whoop whizzle wazzle, you've stolen someone's money. What a goof. Um, Cybercrimes, it's a fun thing. So uh, New Zealand hunting and fishing, um, they, they can help you out with those cybercrimes. That's great. That's great. Thanks, Alex. That's no wicked. worries. Um, I think well, um, should we go? Let's um, well, let's kick, let's kick things off. Let's huh? kick, right. this, kick things off a little let's bit. Kick, the, then kick we'll this run away and come back. And then we'll run away and come back. And we'll run away and come back. And then we'll time, time to be done. Um, so um, uh, let's start with the history bonanza. Uh, 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 Alex, would you like to just introduce us to introduce us to the topic for this week? Sure. So every year, every week on history bonanza, we look at a historical topic. And this week, this one's a bit of a rascable one. This one, a rascable. A bit of a bit of a funny one. That's the word of the day. That's the word of the day. So this. One, um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. Uh, listen, you can just check them off on your little checklist. Do you like 17th century nuns? Do you love disguises? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you love romancing women and accidentally murdering them? Uh, oh, 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 maybe. Sometimes. Well, if you like the majority of those things, boy, you're going to love Catalina de Arraso, the cross-dressing nun who murdered a lot of people and got away with it. Oh, that's amazing. What a story. What a story. Where do we begin? Well, let's uh, talk about Catalina de Arraso. Uh, she uh, murdered her own brother. After escaping from a convent as a teenager, Catalina fled to the New World, which we often refer to as a supermarket. Um, where she made frequent stops in churches to claim sanctuary after killing people. Catalina became known as La Morja El Fares, the Lieutenant Nun, and she stabbed anyone who crossed her. When she wasn't on the run for murder, she tricked women into engagements to fleece their families. So how does 
a 17th century cross-dressing nun, guilty of dozens of murders, convinced the Pope, the Pope, ladies and gentlemen, to pardon her, only to show only a show off with as much swagger as Catalina de Rosso could pull off that con, that con, that con. As a teenager, Catalina stole money and escaped from the convent. Catalina's family placed her in a convent at the age of four, but she was not destined for life a life of religious devotion. The nuns were supposed to educate Catalina, and once she was grown, she would become a nun and or leave the convent to marry. A common arrangement in Catholic Europe. But Catalina had different plans. Hey, you! Excuse me! Hello! Hello, my name is Francisco! Oh, this is my brother! Hey, hey, Leandro, come here! Si, 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 si! Leandro and, and me, Francisco! Who playing, who playing with the bells? Hello, I play the bells! I am a monk, I play the bells! Excuse me, are you, are you a little girl? Oh, hello, I'm a little, I just joke, I'm not a monk, I'm a girl! Yeah, me, Francisco! Oh, Francisco, I see you, man! Yeah, yeah, hello, hello! Yeah. Francisco, I love oh, you, little girl. I want to tell you, Oh, I see it. Oh, yeah. I'm not supposed to be up here. Oh, no, no. Bell playing not for little girls and for the men and breaking the rules. I see. I'm a rule breaker, Francisco. I see, Catalina. He's very crazy. I'm just I'm trying to sleep, you know? Oh, it's, it's, it's the middle of the day. What are you doing? It's I, a non-stop. It's from daylight to day sun. I, I don't know when it stops. Yeah. I don't know. The Lord are watching you. With Leandro and I, we work, uh, we work in a night. Well, I'm not a problem. Why don't you fuck off get a daytime job? Excuse me, you're too high-pitched. I can't understand. Why don't you fuck off and get a daytime job? Because I can't. Because I'm here telling me what I can't can do. Me and Leandro, we work at night time. I don't give a fuck. Hey, when, hey, 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 don't talk to that. Oh, this kind of language from a little girl is, uh... Little girl? Hey, this kind of work ethic from two grown men. Hey, 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 hey. oh, oh. We're not saying anything. You but, uh... You say a lot, you a lot over here. I'm hearing you say a lot. Hey, hey, girl. Yeah, what the... If you got such a terrible attitude, what... I'm gonna come down there and kill you both. Oh, yeah, you better, you better. Yeah, better. come on. Hey, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> In the early 1600s, when she was 15, Catalina shot a lot of people, and she uh, stole money from her aunt and chopped off her hair, disguising herself as a boy. It took three days to transform her habit, and by that I don't mean her cocaine addiction, but her, her nun habit. It's a hat thing, isn't it? I think it's Catalina. the whole suit of clothes. It's a, the whole, I've been advised off camera, it's a whole suit of clothes. <laughs> the whole shebang. The whole, the whole nun shebang. Into trousers and a shirt, a, a man's uniform. But soon, Catalina was off to the new world of the supermarket, calling herself Francisco. Oh, lawyer, lawyer, And we know why she chose the name Francisco, don't we? Because she murdered Francisco. The first man she killed. Exactly. 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 <coughs> Despite that report, one of her first murders was her own uncle. <laughs> Catalina didn't board just any ship to the New World, however. The captain of the ship was a relation of her mother's. Her mother's brother, I guess. <laughs> miraculously, <laughs> miraculously, he never recognised her during the whole voyage. Regardless of the blood between them... What blood between them? What blood between them? 
Hey, I got a big butterfly. You wanna go hold it against us? It's me, your mother's relation. Who's the brother? I don't really know what that makes me to you, but I got this big butterfly. Wanna hold it between us? Uh, Brian. Hey, what the fuck you speak to me? I got this big butterfly. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Regardless of the blood between them. What's blood? <laughs> Look at all this blood between us. I had to murder three whales to get this much blood. Hey, you ever seen this much blood? I've been working on this tiny ship for like 15 years. And I never even seen this much blood before. And I see a lot of blood. I can tell you some stories about our boy. You don't want to hear that. What time I saw a whale mid-strike? Ah, oh, don't have time for that. Boy, shit. Regardless of the blood between them, things took an ugly turn when they landed in Nombre Dios. Nombre de Dios. As the sailors were boarding cargo onto the boarding, as the sailors were loading, <laughs> as the sailors were boarding the cargo, as the sailors were loading the cargo on the ship, Catalina took the opportunity to shoot her uncle. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first of a long string of murders, and steal fifty pesos off his body. She then informed the unknowing sailors that their captain was sending her on an errand, and off she went. An hour later, the ship left for Europe without her and sailed and started her adventure in the New World. At, what, at this point, what is the New World? Is it England, or is it the America? America, right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Thank you. Are you guys, um, just to just, uh, peek behind the curtain here a little bit, are you guys thinking the same adverts that I am? The next advert says, what a nuclear bomb explosion feels like, which then segues into uh, performances that prove Keanu Reeves is a better actor than he gets credit for. <laughs> I've got, um... Do you like uh, nuclear bombs and underrated Keanu Reeves performances? Boy, do we have the adverts for you. <laughs> I've just got stuff on how to unlock the US stock market. Oh, Jesus. Hooey. A big key. I've just got 17 fact facts about friends, which even the dot, dot, dot. Which even, <laughs> which even the most friendliest people don't know. 23 photos of just how crazy it got at Woodstock. Doesn't look that crazy. There's a man with an afro with his hand on a bare Whoa. leg. Whoa. 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 How big's that fro, uh, bro? Big Bang crazy fans bit. can't believe what she looks like now. Like, fans of the, the Big Bang isn't what sad the universe? <laughs> <laughs> it just I, hasn't stopped expanding. Yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe, you know, fans of the Big Bang probably can't believe how, how bad the universe has aged, <laughs> considering it's been billions of millennia. She's aged, she's aged. She's just getting bigger. She's getting know? bigger. Gosh, stop body shaming the universe, Big Bang fans. Uh, Alright, let's take a wee break um, We'll be right back You're listening to The History Bonanza with Alex Angus And uh, guest, uh, special guest Soft this week uh, And we're talking about killing nuns uh, We'll be right back uh, Ready or anyone Six <laughs> things baby friendly hospitals do that All hospitals should That was This Town Needs an Enema By the artist formerly known as something We can't repeat on this radio station You're back on the one And it's the Stribunanza with Alex Angus and Sovereign Scott this week and I don't know what the hell that was An experience I think An experience for the the ears The mind And the jennies Jenny. Jenny. Anyway, we're um, we're uh, we're tucking into some sweet, sweet history bonanza here. Looking, of course, at the uh, the murdering nun 
of the 17th century named Catalina D'Arazzo. She's just killed her, her mother's brother. And we're not sure what relation Love it is. Relation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, this is a badass and cross-dressing nun. And we're so, learning more about her today. And she's just landed in the New World, which we assume to be America. But it could be a supermarket. Could well we be. are unsure. We're unsure. Um, so... Our next fact is when a man sat in front of her at the uh, theatre... Oh, the, the legitimate theatre, we assume. Oh, the legitimate theatre. Not, uh, not the films. Not the films. Not the Odeon. No, no, no. This is, the, this is Shakespeare, my, my dear boy. The, the, the boards, walking across the boards. The legitimate theatre. When a man sat in front of her at the theatre, Katerina slashed his face. Oh. Katerina's fiery temper got her into a lot of trouble. One time, she was in the theatre when a man named Reis sat in front of her, blocking her view. She politely asked him to move. Oh, very good, very good. Can you move? But he threatened to slash her face. Oh. I cut to your face. Huh? Oh, well. Since oh, well. she only had a dagger, Katerina left. But she didn't forget this slight. The next morning, Katerina saw blades on the street and grabbed her knife. She took it to the barber to sharpen it like a sword. Then she snuck up behind Reyes and shouted, This is the face that is getting slashed! And sliced open his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you cry the the blood, you cry the blood in your face, Rice. But there's so much blood between us. Oh, there's so much blood. Have you met my uncle? He died as well. Hello. Is this you? God. It's me, Catalina. Hello. I say, I know I murdered this man. God, is that you? Yeah. Oh, no, God. Yeah, what? You're uh, watching me murder this man in the race. Yeah, I am. I'm taking note. Hey, I'm taking note. You better know I'm the baddest bitch out, boy. Oh, I've seen worse. Okay, well, uh, come see me about me in 20 years. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll keep watching you. Uh, hey, race, you got any final things you want to say before you die? You can't kill me. No, it's not with a raise, not you, God. Oh, sorry. Oh, raise, you got any final words, you, you fucking face? You're all fuck face, boy. You got any final words, you're saying from me, God. Raise? He's dead, it's okay. <laughs> I think he, he's dead. I think he did. I think he died. I think he died. I'm miserable. It just hurts so face. much. Oh. I, I, why? I hurt you so much. It just hurts so much. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of, lot of blood between us. <laughs> a lot of blood. You taste like caramel. Is it, uh, when you combine chocolate and caramel, you get caramel. Oh, I like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna note that one down. Hey, um, just a, it's a personal question, God. Yeah, like what? Uh, why do you talk like a London gangster? Oh, bye. Oh, you're tricky, God. I'll get you, I'll get you one day. Ah. Uh, Catalina's boss offered her gold to marry his mistress. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll see. Uh, I'm just slashing a man's face. Catalina was in trouble. Okay, just stop this. I'm sorry. Just stop this. What's this new character you got going? I don't know. Just mixing it up. Can, can we just work, can we? I just want to play in the space with you with a little bit. If that's right, okay. I just want right. to play in the space. All right. No, well, last time you played in the space, you got up and started wobbling around, and I didn't like it very much. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's just you. You've created this cool new funky character. And I just want to play in the space with this cool character you've invented. Okay, so let's let's just workshop him a little bit. You you, you right. get on this. Okay, stuff. this is okay. Uh, all right, yeah. Uh, right. Hello. Uh, what's your name? Oh, my name's uh, my name's Greg. Uh -huh. What do you do, Greg? What? What do you do for a living, Greg? Oh, skin cats. 
Your skin gets great. Yeah, oh, that's cat, very good. Cat fur is really, really good insulator. Oh, very good. For so those winter months. You've been doing that long? Yeah, all my life. My dad was a cat skinner. His dad was a cat skinner. Okay, Greg, why do you think you want to... Why are you presenting the history of Bonanza in lieu of Angus? Because I, I lost my cat and then I was just here. You were just I, here? I, I felt I was just here. I, 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 I met Jamie Green the other night. Oh, yeah. At the, at the, at the old I bar. bet Jamie Green, Green buys a lot of skin cats. And he said, i got all these cats at home and I would like to make, I'd make a coat out of them. And I said, all right. And I followed him. And he locked me in the radio studio. That's where I met you guys under the desk. Oh, trimming his toenails. Nice. This friend, I've always thought that Jamie Green was the Cruella de Vil of Dunedin. Um, combined with a bizarre kind of, um, it puts a lotion on the Actually, skin type thing. Actually, now that you mention it, he was whistling that song. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, I know that one, but I couldn't think about, think of what it was. And now, oh no, he, so he must know that he's that hey, as Greg, well. Yeah, what? Um, you've got a wonderful singing voice. I don't could, sing. Oh, you, do you, could you give us the full a full rendition of the Cruella de Vil song? I don't really song? know Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. Well, that's all I know, really. Is that, is that, is <laughs> no that right? one can see you, it's Cruella de Vil. She's more <laughs> invisible <laughs> than water. you got to cover her in paint, and then you can shoot her, Cruella de Vil. I think that's the Invisible Man. Oh, yeah, I got confused with the Invisible <laughs> Man. Sorry, <laughs> Greg. That's right. All right. Uh, can I read this then? Oh yeah, sorry, right. yeah, please go, go ahead, go ahead. After Selection of Man's Face, Catalina was in trouble. Her boss, Juan de Urquiza. Urquiza, yeah. Urquiza, sorry, yeah. Uh, tried to straighten things out by arranging a marriage between Catalina and Beatriz de Cardenas, uh, whose, whose niece was married to Rees. Who's Rees? Do we know who that person is? You cut on my face. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, and on, who was already having an affair with Beatrice, uh, so the, sh a share, the share marriage would allow him to keep his mistress. Oh, I'm confused. Who's, who's banging who? Okay, so what I think, um, Greg, is that uh, so Catalina, so Reis didn't die. So to make peace with Reis, Catalina's boss, Juan de Acursa, uh, organised... For Catalina, who I assume was cross-dressing as a man at this point, yeah. to marry Beatrice de Cardenas to make her an honest woman, so that because Catalina was a woman, he um, uh, uh, Reis could continue to bang Beatrice. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, thank you. Is that right? I, I think yeah. I'm. I, oh. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm back now. Do we need to know? Hurts too much. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so... I think it's, I was going to say, this is the longest you've committed to a character on the show. That is not true. I've been committing to this for, for 29 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from the facade, which is Angus McBride. Yeah, thank you. That's the longest you've committed to a character on the show. And I must say... I don't know that um, that's true. Your character work is coming along with um, in leaps and bounds. Well, thank you. Maybe one day I'll be able to join in Prosaurus. I guess. Yeah. Um, Beatrice tried to entice Catalina into marriage by caressing her... And she even locked Catalina in her room overnight. Beatrice gripped Catalina and declared that in... Why is this in quotation marks? Declared that in spite of the devil, Catalina had to bed her. Catalina fled. And in spite of Juan's promise of mountains of gold, if she would go through with the marriage. I see. I don't, I don't, really I just don't understand. Does she... Beatrice know that Catalina's... A lady? A lady? I don't know. I'm just going to look at... She wrote a book! She wrote a book! Lieutenant Nunn, Memoir of a Basque. Yeah. Transvestite in the New World. How interesting. 
doing a late oh, the forward by Marjorie Garber. Oh, not That's Marjorie Garber. Ah. Yes, hello, Alex. Hmm? You just saying to say? I mean, uh, nothing. Oh, you didn't. What? It's, okay, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be your first. Sorry, could, could, I, could, I just <laughs> like to say that's probably the first time on the history of Bonanza that Alex hasn't had anything to say. Yeah, I, I guess I have been doing the heavy lifting on the show for a long time. Oh! <laughs> yeah, well, someone's got to make sure people can hear you. Actually, can I can I say something? Yes. I do want to take this time to say something. Um, don't vaccinate your kids. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look, we've already got in trouble for, for your controversial stances on many things. Yeah. Um, it's not because I don't think vaccines work. I think they do work. Um, your kids don't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This is why we got a measles outbreak. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Um, <clears throat> During a pitch black duel, Catalina killed her own brother. Mm. The blood between her. More blood between her. <laughs> Um, wow, by chance! Oh, just to clarify, at this point she was a man, because remember she had turned her nun habit into pants, uh, trousers, and a shirt. Oh, I see. The mm. universal um, uniform of a, of man. a, man. Of a man. man, yeah. Pants, yeah. Um, by chance, Catalina met her brother in Concepcion, Chile. Probably, no? Okay. Yep. Uh, Captain yeah. Miguel yep. de Eraso. Mm, did not recognize his disguised sister, but they quickly became friends. But tragedy struck in the early 1620s when Catalina participated in a duel fought in the dark. Why? That sounds like the dumbest idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That sounds so dumb. It was so dark that Catalina and her ally tied handkerchiefs around their arms so they wouldn't accidentally stab each other. In her memoir, Catalina recalled, It was so very dark that we could not see our hands. In the pitch black, Catalina stabbed her opponent in the chest. It was only after the fatal wound that Catalina realised the man was her brother. He died without knowing her true identity. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, just... Um, so just she a... became friends with him? Yeah. Did she recognise him as her brother? Well, it doesn't say, does it? Mm. <laughs> well, maybe. The, 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 it was happening in the dark. So maybe she... I don't think they met in the dark and become friends in the dark. No, but, maybe, but the, dark, the, the fight was in the dark, so maybe someone said, well, Why do they fight? Well, Catalina, do you want to fight this person? He's like, oh yeah, I'll do it this part, I guess. And she ends up killing your brother. She's like, oh, I didn't know it was him. Oops. Oh, the know. thing is, I think it's okay. just, we should do a PSA right now. Um, don't play with knives in the dark. Don't play with knives in the dark. But so I found a little bit about the old duel in the dark. Oh, please, please lay it on us, sir. Her reckless joys soon gave way to terrible sor sorrow, however. Back in Concepcion, her friend and fellow officer, so she became... Part of the army, I guess. Or the navy, potentially. I guess. Um, and fellow officer Don Juan de Silva was challenged to a duel, and brought Catalina along as his traditional second. The night was pitch black, so Catalina and her friends tied handkerchiefs around their arms to be able to recognise each other. As they slashed and parried in the darkness, Catalina felt her rapier plunge into the chest of her opponent. Her victory melted into horror upon hearing the death groans of her antagonist. It was her brother. Oh, oh shit. He died that night without ever finding out who she really was. Oh, oh that's terrifying. Mm. Is it? It's really sad. <laughs> it's certainly an emotion. Yeah, it's, it's, an, it's definitely an emotion. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely an yeah. emotion. Um, yeah, so, so just going back to our earlier piece, they don't fight, uh, play with knives in the dark. Because, boy, howdy, those things are sharp and pointy at the best of times. In the dark, it's hard to see. Oh, and, um,. Her brother hadn't seen her since she was two years old. So that's oh, why they didn't there recognize you each go. Other. Right, but then, so who who was able to account for the fact that they were together, Eva? They spent some time together before the duel. 
No, so, but no, but so if she, if she, if the last time she had seen her brother was when she was two, mm-hmm. and then he moved she, to South America. Yes. Okay. Just shut up for a moment. Wait. So yes. Oh, sorry. Um, she wouldn't have. She, he wouldn't have known it was her because she looked different to when she was two, and she was she was cross dressing, so doubly different. And she wouldn't remember because she was two. She wouldn't remember. She might have gotten him by his name. De Erosa, maybe. Oh, yeah, same last name. Oh, that does make sense. Maybe she figured recognize that. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, then she joined the army and got some promotions and did some stuff. Can we just do a little bit of a sidebar here for a yes. second? Um, Angus, you're the host of the History Bonanza. Uh? Why You're the host of the History Bonanza. Yes. How come you're trying to poke, 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 poke holes in the history we're reporting on? You're kind of discrediting your own show. I thought that's what we did here. We always poke holes in the history. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, oh, you've forgotten the, the, our, our... Rule our, number one. Rule number one. Rule number one. Poke Ma- a hole and then poke another hole in the hole. Double holes. Two holes. Um, after murdering someone, Catalina would hide out at a church. Oh, boy, howdy. They just had the best wine and bread in churches. Oh. Ad related to wine. Wine pair to Uber Eats, most popular cuisines. Oh, that's very my latest good. ad. Yeah. Very nice. Oh, that's good. I've got um, the oldest actors cast as high schoolers ranked by how much they aren't fooling anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've clicked on it. I've taken the plunge. Yes. What have you got, Alex? I've got spray away fabric odors with Febreze. <laughs> okay, it starts at one, which I think is stupid. Mm. Okay, so Should we, we run through them? Do we? Are we doing I think a, so. Okay, so just double check. We're now doing a sideways thing on them. Um, oh, wait. Thing. Oh, wait. So I'll probably turn. I'll, I'll, take it, I'll bring us back from the church. <laughs> turn off the bells. <laughs> Uh, this is, uh, uh, we took the dive into an ad and now we're uh, doing it. Okay, uh, so this is, uh, what is this? The 15 oldest actors that you were, that weren't fooling you. Your Cass's, Cass's high schoolers. 15. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just gonna go until I know one of them. No. No. No, I don't care. Oh, okay, I don't care. Oh, that's great. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, the uh, Michael J. Fox, number seven. Michael J. Fox. Uh, Marty McFly and Back to the Future 2. Character age, 17. Real age, 29. Slam, Michael J. Fox. Boom. Where's your Where's your embarrassed face now? You were you weren't young. Tom Welling. Clark Kent and Smallville. 14 and up. Real age, 24. Oh. Uh, and, uh, uh number four, Toby Maguire. Roll. Toby Maguire. Toby. Roll. Peter Parker and the Spider-Man trilogy. Age, seventeen and eighteen. Uh, real age, twenty-seven to thirty-two. Oh. Um, don't know who that is. Not okay, really. fine. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Henry Winkler. Roll. Fonzie and Happy Days. Uh, age, eighteen-ish. Real age, twenty-eight. And number one is Stockard Jenning in Greece is Rizzo. Age 17, real age 33. And that was a big waste of time. Fuck, that was a good segment. Oh. That was so tight. Anyway, let's go back to History Bonanza. So after murdering someone, Catalina would often hide out in, in a church. church. Do we have bells for her? Catalina's brawls <laughs> in a simpler way. Take, for example, the time she stabbed a man in the chest at the gambling table because he said she lied like a cuckold. Like a what? Like a cuckold. Oh. Um, interesting. 
cuckolds. Yay or nay, just as a side, side note. Are you guys into cuckolding? I don't know what cuckolding is, I'm gonna Google it. It's when you have sex with someone who is married. A and man you... whose wife is sexually unfaithful. Ah. So if you're cuckolded, it means that your partner is sleeping with someone behind your back. Oh no! Oh. Yeah. Um, you... And nay. Yeah, nay, not nay. really a big fan. No. no. Not tonight, Alex. Not tonight. Not tonight. Uh, so, um, she lied like a cuckold. Catalina ended up punching a judge. A judge, probably of a court. In the face and fleeing to a nearby church. Oh, I see. So she stabbed the man in the chest at the gambling table because she, she he said that she lied like a cuckold. She went to court and Catalina ended up, ended oh, up right. punching the judge in the face Not very and fleeing clear, to a nearby it? church. Churches were the perfect place to hide out, according to this <laughs> article. All right, after so committing murder. <laughs> listeners, listeners, take note. Yeah, so just to clarify, it just says churches were the perfect place to hide out after committing murder. No sources on that. Just the, the writer of this <laughs> yeah. article. That's well, their belief. It's the, if you read the next Personal paragraph, experience. Alex, it sounds Maybe. like uh, there is actually some uh, truth to this. Catalina holed up in a church, claiming sanctuary for six months after punching the judge. Another time, she stabbed the servant in the police headquarters, and after. She was sentenced to death. She spat out her final communion and demanded confession in the church. As soon as the police escorted her to church, she claimed sanctuary and refused to leave. So it's kind of like diplomatic immunity. Yeah, she's like you fucking... could just go into the church and shout, Sanctuary! 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 It's like fucking, what's his face, Assange from, uh, is it WikiLeaks? Julian? Julian Assange. Yeah. Where is he now? He's at the Ecuadorian embassy. Sanctuary. Sanctuary. Embassy. Imagine what the priest must have been like when he saw her coming back for a final. Oh, that was not like, again! I wonder. I wonder if we could imagine what they would be like. Who's that coming down the street, running with the police behind her? Oh no! Oh. Not again, Catalina! What are you done now? A sanctuary! Oh no! Sanctuary. No, you cannot give a doorness to me! Why are we Italian? I thought we were in the new world! Okay, I'll run with it anyway! Catalina, what have you done now? You've got the blood all over your hands! Oh, yeah, you see this man? He said there's a lot of blood between us! So I wrung his neck and I pulled all the blood out! Oh, every time, I tell you, every time! I can't keep doing this for you! You cannot keep doing a confession and uh, going back and killing people! You're supposed to be forgiven and then don't do it! Again. Hello. This is the police. The, hey. the new world police. Uh, no, oh, the new world police. I have a, is there uh, uh, Katarina inside? Yes, oh, yes, she oh. here. But I'm is she coming out? No, Katarina, Katarina, shush, Katarina, you're not making an admitted for yourself. Please, I'm so sorry, but uh, this is a god's house. I do not allow it in the god's house. Uh, so you must come back when she come outside. I am on your side, really. Like, I cannot keep housing her when she stabs people. How long until she stabs me? I don't know, but I cannot allow you in here. She is in the god's place. God's okay, house. understandable. Just let her know. We, we just want to talk. We just want to have a chat. Just well, let her know when we want to play outside. Hey, hey um, it's me, Carolina here. Yeah, what do you want to talk about, big beefy boy? Oh, uh, I'd rather talk face to face. I am. Uh, come up, uh, boy. Open up this little hole in the door. Whoosh. Hello, it's me, Carolina. What are? I'm actually, I'm actually a woman, you know, underneath all this, underneath this, uh, this <coughs> masculine clothing. Madre de Dios. Ah, hey, oh, speak, to, speak Spanish to me some more, <laughs> you sexy bastard. Well, well, whenever you're ready, there's a, a delicious paella and uh, hey. other things. We, we make everything you like to eat. Hey. Um, there's lots of blood between us. Hey. 
Um, lots of blood in the streets. Oh, you know what turns me on as a show? Oh, baby. But I don't know if I come out of this door, you're not gonna, not gonna like uh, slap the chains on me. Slap the chains. Uh, what if I, uh, I promise? Oh. <laughs> a pinky oh. promise. Um, yeah, okay. I'll put my little pinky as it hole. Little pinky promise. <laughs> Thank you. I can understand that was a, a true sacred pinky promise because it beat like a soft checkup like machine. Like a little bell. Like a little self-checking out machine, which I'm sure they'll have in many years in the future, in the new world. Um, I'm sorry, you do. I had to wrap you up because I got the I got the camion coming in. Oh, I'm sorry. I got the delivery of the camion. I'm sorry, it's God turning up sometime soon. <laughs> oh, I've been been waiting for seven hundred years at this point. I'm sorry, is it coming oh, now? I don't do the streets when you Driving down the road in your little buggy with a little put some horses and you try to hide too fast for the horses and the police don't catch you. Don't you think we should have <laughs> like a masked vigilante to chase after them? Eh, like a cause you know <laughs> and a, a superstitious and cowardly lot, you know, and they fear a bit. Maybe I could be a bad man. I don't know why I'm bringing this up. This just sounds like a, a really appropriate multi-million dollar film franchise that could be done sometime in a cinema. Just I'm going to kill this place now. I'm going to kill this place. Oh, that was great. Fuck yeah. I don't know what that was. That really ran off the edge. Um, Great well, ideas, I think we all yeah. need to have a little breather after that because that was bloody exhausting listening to that. Um, we'll be right back in a moment. Uh, we'll come back with uh, On This Day. Uh, this is History Bonanza on History, uh, Radio 191 FM. I'm the Batman. Hello, and you're back on the one. That was my fizzy little lemon drink needs some more carbonation. I, the fairies. And this is the History Bonanza. Uh, down to the last, uh, last quarter. The last quarter! Final quarter! And, uh, without further ado, I'd like to announce that it's time for On This Day! And on this day in 1797, the Bank of England issued the first one-pound note. On this day on, uh, it was the blessed Edigna Day in 1980. In 1863, Abraham Lincoln signed the National Currency Act, establishing a single national U.S. currency. On this day in 1616, Roman Inquisition delivers injunction to Galileo demanding he abandon his belief in heliocentrism, which states the Earth and planets revolve around the sun. On this day in 1980, Alex Fong, Hong Kong actor and singer, is born. On this day in 1885, the Berlin Conference gives Congo to Belgium and Nigeria to Great Britain. On this day in 1815, Napoleon Bonaparte and his supporters leave Elba to start the 100-day reconquest of France. On this day in 1980, 
Number four in the R&B song charts is Cool Nick Gang with Too Hot. On this day in 1893, two Clydesdale horses set the record by pulling 48 tons on a sledge in Michigan. On this day in 1732, the first mass celebrated in the first American Catholic Church, St. Joseph's, Philadelphia. On this day, the number one television show is on the American Broadcast Network is Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. On this day in 1909, Austria and Turkey conclude an agreement to which Turkey recognises Austria's 1908 annexation of Bosnia and Herzegovina and is to receive compensation. On this day in 1891, P&O's SS Ceylon begins world's first round-the-world pleasure cruise from Liverpool. On this day in 1980, the number one in the New York book chart is How You Can Become Financially Independent by Investing in Real Estate by Albert J. Lowry. On this day in 1916, Mutual signs Charlie Chaplin to a film contract. And that was on this day for another week. Um, uh, what a luck. Can I just go back to one of mine? Um, the, this, the book called How You Can Become Financially Independent by Investing in Real Estate. Yes. What Inter- year was that written? 1980. Good. International bestseller. Can I just describe it to you? Please. This book incorporates new information on the changing economy, new interest rate structures, and the methods of financing. This guide offers accurate up-to-date advice on every important aspect of real estate investment. Chock full of concrete, valuable, easily comprehensible information, the sections on taxes are very thorough and rich with content. Overall, the book covers subjects of investing in real estate from beginning to end. Fly Fisherman from Utah says, This is a very well-written book with abundance of good ideas and excellent techniques in real estate investing. The only drawback is that the book was written in the 1970s. As a result, many financing mechanisms the author discusses about are outdated, as well as many examples of investments he presents. Nevertheless, a reader can benefit tremendously by learning the basics of real estate investing and the author's sound approaches towards such investing. Adam Lyle Evans from uh, Nevada says... Dr. Lowry has written and published over 20 books. His first, How You Can Become Financially Independent by Investing in the State, and the Distinguished Bestsellers list of the New York Times for the three consecutive years. Aside from attaining many professional real estate designations, Al Lowry has a doctorate in business administration and was recruited to teach the very first master's degree program in real estate. Al Lowry was added to the Academy of American Engineers Hall of Fame, Perhaps as high as civil honor any, any individual engaged in real estate can attain. Having attained financial security, Dr. Lowry began teaching real estate investment seminars in every major city in the country. To date, more than 350,000 men and women have taken his real estate investors training program, and thousands of Dr. Lowry's students use his books every day to become financially independent. Chuck Kovach from Illinois says, uh, uh, this, uh, says this is a chuck full of concrete, valuable, easy, comprehensible information. The section on taxes were very thorough and rich with content. Overall, the book covered the subject of investing in real estate from beginning to end. 
people who uh, bought this also bought how to manage real estate successfully in your spare time. Catalina ran off also, from multiple uh, engagements, calling Larry. one bride ugly. Catalina might have been notorious, a notorious murderer, but she was also considered a catch on the marriage market. Multiple families tried to arrange marriages with Catalina, who happily went along to fleece the families before running off. One prospective bride sent Catalina a, v a fine velvet suit, a dozen shirts, six pairs of ru ruin, ruin cloth trousers, some Dutch collars, a dozen a dozen kerchiefs, right, uh, and two hundred pesos. After accepting the gift, Catalina mounted her horse and disappeared. Another time, she ended an engagement by declaring the woman was ugly as the devil, very contrary to my taste. <laughs> uh, what a great final line. Oh, gosh. What a, what a, what a savage. Mm. What a slayer. You know when we're talking about season one and have, having some unfuckable eps, that's definitely something I'll just use that word to describe it. Some what? of those season one episodes. Ugly as a devil, very contrary to my taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, contrary to your tastes, though. No, 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 no. no I love no, no. them. Just I love the them. Just the potential listeners. But, um, God, boy, howdy. Um, season two is really going really it's well. It's going well. Uh, yeah, th this it's really like that next step up. Yeah, this it? episode is indicative of that. Don't know about you guys, but I'm sweaty as a as a as really an earthworm and a right? muggy. I thought summer was over. Yeah, man. It's muggy as. The lieutenant nun was fired for tickling a woman's ankles. Ooh, oh, la, la. oh, here so we go. Catalina spent nine months working for Diego de Salate, who later became the mayor of Lima. That's in Peru, not the bean, you idiot. But she was fired because she got too close with the man's, with the man's beautiful sisters-in-law. Catalina says the young mans were fond of her, which angered Diego. One day, her boss walked in on Katarina and the smitten sister-in-law. Katarina was reclining on the woman's petticoats, their legs entangled. The Ooh. embrace apparently induced ankle tickling, Ooh. and Katarina was promptly fired. Oh. So, I don't want you guys to kiss and tell, but have you ever tickled another person's ankles before? Probably have. Accidentally, I'm sure. Was it, was it pleasurable? Not a fireable offence. Not a fireable offence. But I, mean, I, I, I don't really care. I'm not going to be moralistic here. I said I'm not a kink champ. I'm, this is a very sex-positive show. I want to go on the record to say that. Would you like to know... Uh... No, I want to talk more about ankle tickling. Okay. We, we opened this, this, this thing up, and I want to put a bed to it. I never tickled another person's ankles before. You want to put a bed to it? I want to put it to bed, because I've never, I never... I've opened it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna end it. But first, I, ne I just need to say I've never tickled another person's ankles before, and I feel like I'm missing out. I mean, if it's, it's a fireable offence in the 1700s, I mean, it must be pretty good, right? It's got to be pretty pretty out. There. But you, both of you boys have done it, and you don't remember anything about it, and I feel like I'm left out. So I'm just I'm gonna say right here on radio, can I tickle one of your ankles? Would you be game? Go Thank you. It. Thank you. Oh my. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I hope nobody walks in. Oh my. Hmm. That was um. That's that, quite something. That's quite difficult to do. Um, I didn't get. Any, I'm, I'm not gonna say it's off. It's probably me. I didn't get anything from it. Yeah. Um. All I got was you tickling my ankle. Yeah, I fair. Wouldn't, wouldn't repeat the process. Okay. But, hey. um, it seems, yeah. just from rereading this, yes. that uh, the whole ankle tickling was their ankles connected. Oh, that makes, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Not just tickling the ankle. So, yes, ankle to ankle. 
face to face. Catalina did not reveal the truth even under torture. A knife brawl between two women in La Plata dragged in Catalina. What? When one of her enemies claimed she had been hired as an assassin to kill one of the women. Catalina was quickly arrested and thrown in prison where she was tortured. Catalina was placed on a rack. But she stood firm as an oak tree. Catalina refused to confess or admit her secret identity to save herself from the torture. She was sentenced to 10 years of hard labor without pay, but managed to escape yet again. Catalina escaped a gunfight and a death sentence by confessing she was a virgin. Tell me more. Catalina's many crimes caught up with her in Peru. The country. Not the bean, you idiot. <laughs> when the sheriff tried to arrest her. Catalina escaped in a gunfight after shooting one of her one of the deputies. That is the inverse of the song. She did not. She did shoot. She did not she did shoot. shoot the, she didn't shoot the sheriff, but she, she did shoot the. Oh she, wait, no, she. No, that's right. She, oh no, she didn't shoot the sheriff, but she did shoot the deputy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the inverse of the song. Inverse is true. After receiving another death sentence, how many death sentences can one person have? Catalina confessed to the local bishop that she was actually a woman. Bull. The skeptical bishop. Or sceptical bishop, if, if you need to get, catch my drift. Called in two midwives to examine Catalina, because they're the only people that... Two? Yeah, two. I don't know why. One for the one, one for the front, one for the back. <laughs> they swore that she was a woman and a virgin, at which point the bishop proclaimed that Catalina was one of the most remarkable persons in this world. Which I, I'd agree. That seems, she's mm. a very remarkable person. And we don't know of, of the other world, so I wouldn't want no. to reclaim anything to that uh, uh, The dissonance was forgiven when Catalina promised to join a convent again. That's very nice. Can we just take a, a moment to admire the map, the ancient map of um, Peru? That is uh, next to this um, next to this statement where because it's old timey they use a V for the the U so instead of saying Peru it says Perv. You heard it here first. Peru is in fact a nation full of men with telescopes looking at cheerleaders and changing rooms. Yeah. Catalina started a riot when a soldier called Spaniards turns. <laughs> <laughs> Not happy to live the rest of her life as a nun, Catalina returned to Europe. When in Genoa, Catalina spoke to a well-dressed and gallant soldier. When he recognized her as a Spaniard, he insulted her by saying, You must be overbearing because Spaniards are at... Are uh, what? Oh, 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 you must be overbearing because Spaniards are and arrogant too. When she challenged the soldier, he shot back. That all Spaniards were turds. <laughs> they, <laughs> they both drew swords and began to fight, and a mob quickly joined in. Catalina recalled that the whole thing became rather confusing. She slipped away back to her ship without anyone noticing and set off to meet the Pope. What? As you do. Start a riot, go see the Pope. Yeah. yeah. Um, Catalina was pardoned by the Pope and received a military pension from the king. Wow. While traveling in Europe, Catalina wooed the Pope and the King of Spain with her tales of valor in the New World. She left out all the brawls over card games and broken engagements, instead claiming she had a special inclination to take him out in defense of the Catholic faith. Pope Urban VIII was reportedly astonished by such a tale and granted Catalina permission to continue her life dressed as a man, provided that she stopped all the murdering. <laughs> What a great condition. What a good, what yeah. Good, good Pope. Pope's on people's side. Well, so how accessible is this Pope? She was just like, started the riot, then walked up to the Vatican City and said, Oi, Pope, 
Um, I fucking dressed up as a man, eh? And then I killed a whole bunch of people from defense of the Catholic faith, and he was like, uh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Just don't come any closer. Just your pardon, okay? Your pardon. Shit! You're the baddest bitch around! Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what can we say about that? Well, in summary, in spite of all the murders, Catalina became a celebrity with a temper, like um, <laughs> like uh, so Mel Gibson or um, or the half or Charlie. So you're saying she became a celebrity, like notorious anti-Semite Mel Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as Catalina's story became public, she became a celebrity. She wrote a memoir about her adventures and sat for portraits with famous artists. She told tales of a travel. Of, she told, uh, don't want to take told tales to a travel writer oh, Angus, about how you're she bored, used how do you think the mysterious Italian <laughs> remedy to remove her own what? She told tales to a travel writer about how she used a mysterious Italian remedy to re remove her own breasts. Interesting. But Catalina tired of the spotlight, and she eventually moved to Mexico, where she called herself Antonio and challenged a man to a duel over his beautiful fiancée. And when she was recognized as Lady Catalina by two girls, she threatened to give them a hundred whacks on the head, my lady whores, and a hundred slashes to whoever may wish to defend you. And that, my friends, was that Street Bonanza. Very nice. The stabby stabby nun. Um, according to the source, it says that she told the travel writer Pedro de Laval that she never took baths and that she used some mysterious and painful Italian remedy to make her breasts disappear. There's, so, there's no more details. Really? No. What's this painful and mysterious... Uh, I assume she just oh. made it up, right? She just made it up. Her memoir ends on a very abrupt note. In the final chapter, she's traipsing around Naples when two girls giggle at her and refer to her as a woman. Wither away, my lady Catalina, they chirp. Her lightning temper flashes. To give you a hundred thumps on the scruff of your necks, my lady strumpets. So I suppose that's just the language she would have used at the time. Good. For Very inflammatory, yeah, really good. I'm sure. Yeah. Very inflammatory. Well, um, well, what have we learned? Well, I've learned that How to Manage Real Estate Successfully in Your Spare Time is a book that provides comprehensive coverage of all aspects of property <laughs> management, advising rental property owners and prospective freelance managers in cost control upkeep, record-keeping, problem tenants, advertising leases, and contracts, and other topics. Um, DHS from New York, New York says, Great book. I built a successful real estate portfolio managing by these principles. It is an old book, but the theories still apply. One person found that helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great. Hey, Alex, um, yeah. well, we're about to reach the end of the History Bonanza for this week. Please. But um, dare I say it, um, it might be time for our uh, most coveted and award-winning segment oh, that I know you're very excited about. Yes. And I know Sophie's very excited about too. I'm pumped. You know, you know what it is. It's time for... Mailbag! 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 And so while I um, open up the mailbag, um, Alex, would you like to just... Uh, Give people a brief overview uh, of, of what they're about to get themselves into with Mailbag. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I really would love to do that. So, um, yes, um, Angus hinted at this earlier. Um, me and him, and Soph to some extent, by entering into this unholy communion. Um, basically, we, we have been condemned to live in this studio for the rest of eternity because of uh, uh, crimes we've committed in the past life. Which we won't get into now, but um, suffice to say they were horrific enough for us to live under the Radio 1 studio desk, um, staring at everyone's um, 
feet and toes and eating whatever is left in between you know those little toey jams you know what i'm talking about that's for that's our existence so um but we get to come out every tuesday on the coveted slot of seven to nine on a tuesday to discuss the history bonanza and so that's the one reward we have and so to know that what we're doing is um is bringing people joy or that people are engaging in this democratic platform that we we are, we have offered and uh you know really engaging with it and, and providing us with informational all um tidbits like the people who signed us up to the mailing list about how to stop um wanking over pornography through um praying to the lord and uh, lord and savior uh, the christian christ um you know those sorts of things it really gives meaning to what we do and um, really lifts our hearts so when we open up that little burlap sack that little cyber burlap sack and we see in the little cyber sack some little cyber mail with a little cyber postage stamps to be able to cyber lick to make sure they get to the right destination at the right time by paying the right amount of cyber postage with their cyber saliva it really lifts our hearts our real hearts not our cyber hearts i don't really know what a cyber heart is i gave one on bebo but i could only give it to one person a day which i felt really in uh, contradiction with my beliefs with which is all you need is love you know the john lennon song bebo wasn't into john lennon and i guess neither was mark chapman that's the guy who shot him and he's trying to get out of jail now but yoko Ono doesn't want to have him out and so he has vetoes his parole which is a strange power to give yoko Ono over the american justice system but what am i to say i'm not yoko Ono or the american justice system but i know for a fact that i'm mark david chapman no wait no i'm not i'm not in jail what am i i'm the host of the history bonanza yeah so that's the mailbag segment How to manage real estate <laughs> successfully in your spare time. You can buy 46 used copies on Amazon for $3.99, which is a bargain for a book that was published in 1979 and is surely outdated. Albert J. Lowry, PhD, um, he promises that you can become successful in real estate. Thank you in your for joining us time. this week on the History um, Nanza. Uh, it's it been a real pleasure to, to have you back well, you uh, once again. Um, uh, as it is uh, getting towards 9 o'clock, it is time for us to wrap up the show and uh, be on our merry way. So I'd like to thank you very much for uh, tuning into the Stribonanza once again. I'd like to thank uh, my guest, Soft Scott. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And um, I'd like to thank the Rambling Lunatic for um, being a Rambling Lunatic. We'll be back the same time next week on the History Bonanza. Um, Lord knows what we'll be getting into, but um, thanks for joining us. It'll just be me by myself next week. Um, so we'll see what we, we can do. Uh, bye. See this image.